This is C.J. Baker, and this is episode 31 of the ongoing history of protest music. Companion podcast to the website, ongoing history of protest songs.com. So this episode is going to deal with the Protest Music Hall of Fame 2020 inductees. So as discussed on previous episodes, the Protest Music Hall of Fame is an online archival project which started in 2018 to draw attention to the artists, songs, and albums that have made considerable contributions to the historical developments of protest music. So just like in previous years, there was a poll conducted and based on the results of that poll, these are the individuals, songs, and albums that were inducted. So to begin with, we're going to discuss the artists who primarily recorded prior to 1960. So on this episode, we're going to briefly just mention the names and maybe a little bit of details about the inductees. In the future, there'll probably be more detailed episodes on the podcast, maybe Spotify exclusive podcasts, so we can include the music. And we're also probably going to make some videos in connection with the recently launched YouTube channel. So we're going to start off with artists who primarily recorded prior to 1960. So the first inductee, so these will be listed alphabetically, is Harry Belafonte. So this is an interesting one because musically he did perform some socially conscious songs. Many of those songs were performed prior to 1960. But a lot of the reasons for his inclusion would be his work within the civil rights movement, which a lot of that also took place after 1960. But of course, either way, he definitely deserves induction. So the second artist is Billie Holiday. And it's good to note that our classic anti-lynching anthem, Strange Fruit, was previously inducted. Of course, this is one of the most important songs, not just in the history of protest music. Strange Fruit is one of the most important songs in the history of music, period. And there's a write-up about that song and the importance of that song on the website as well. So the next inductee is Tom Lehrer, who was a brilliant satirical songwriter who quite often wrote about political subjects, especially during the 50s and 60s. But recently, he put his songs into the public domain as well. He did this just a few months ago. He's still alive at 92 years old. But the step of putting his music in the public domain will help, hopefully help his songs to live on and maybe even introduce a new audience to his music. So the next inductee is the Reavers, an important folk group who also featured Pete Seeger. So the legendary Pete Seeger was already inducted to the Hall of Fame as a solo artist. And another project he was involved with, the Almanac Singers, 
were previously inducted as well. So we're now going to discuss artists who recorded primarily after 1960. The first, we got the influential hip hop artist, Boogie Down Productions. Along with Boogie Down Productions, KRS One is inducted as well because his solo work is basically closely linked. So very important contribution to socially conscious rap music. So the next inductee is Johnny Cash. A list of 10 Johnny Cash protest songs is listed on the website as well. So that would give a bit more of an overview of contributions that the men in black made to socially conscious music. Next inductee is Chambawamba. So initially for some listeners, this might seem like an unusual pick because if we think of Chambawamba at all, you might think that they were one hit wonder for their 1997 hit, Tub Thumper. But for many, it, or at least many that keep up with political music, they're aware of the fact that Chumbawamba, the music predates Tub Thumper by more than a decade. Like they started in the 80s as an arachno punk band. They were very involved in the activist movement. And they continued long after Tub Fumper as well. So this could actually be a subject that would be interesting to delve a bit more into into the future. The next inductee is Annie DeFranco, a very important socially conscious folk singer and very heavily involved as someone heavily involved in the feminist movement and very involved in writing music that was pro-choice oriented as well. So the next inductee is Marvin Gaye and his most notable contribution to the protest movement, what's going on, the album and the song were also previously inducted. So the next inductee is Sinead O'Connell. So she was definitely someone, a vocal and somewhat controversial artist who was never afraid to speak up. And one of our most notorious moments was in 1992 on Saturday Night Live, where she ripped up the photo of the Pope in order to protest the Catholic Church's handling of sexual abuse allegations. And this was done even before those allegations were widespread, became mainstream knowledge. So she was definitely an important artist who wasn't afraid to speak up even when there was considerable backlash that she faced. And then the next inductee is Utah Phillips, a prominent neighbor organizer, folk singer, storyteller in Port. And also connecting him to Annie DeFranco, they did record a couple of albums together. And Annie DeFranco did consider Utah Phillips as somewhat a mentor tour. So we're now gonna discuss the protest albums that were inducted in 2020. So the first album, and I'm gonna do these chronologically based on release date. So the first album was released in 1957. So Odetta Sings, Ballads and Blues by Odetta. So this was recorded in 1957. This is an important album. 
and it influenced a lot of different artists. Like for example, Bob Dylan cited this album and cited Odetta as a huge influence on him and his music. So the next album is 1960. It's We Insist, so Max Roach, Freedom Now Sweet by Max Roach. So this is an important jazz album. And it's one of the first political jazz concept albums released. So at the time it was kind of ignored because of the subject matter, but since then it's regained kind of renewed recognition and acknowledgement. So the next album was released in 1968. So it's Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison by Johnny Cash. But this was sort of somewhat of a comeback album for him in the 60s. And even the act of performing at a prison considered a huge political statement. And it was also something that Johnny Cash even had to stick to his guns even to get the album recorded because his record label didn't want him to record it. And Johnny Cash was someone who was long an advocate for prisoners' rights and prison reform. So the next album is Zombie by Fela Kute and Africa 70. So an important album in the development of, of protest music. And Afrikuti, Fela Kuti himself was previously inducted in the Hall of Fame as well. So definitely an important Afrobeat album. So the next album is The International by Billy Bragg, which was released in 1990. So the seven-track EP consists mostly of reworkings of traditional protest tunes. This was an interesting album for Billy Bragg, who was previously inducted in the Hall of Fame as well, because in the past, Bragg's albums tended to feature a mix of both political and non-political, so a lot of like love ballads and other non-political type music. But this was the first of his mainly political albums. So we'll now get into the protest songs inducted. So the first one that connects to what we just discussed is Le International. So the lyrics were written by Eugene Portier in 1871, and the music was written by Pierre de Guiter in 1888. So we mentioned Billy Bragg's album, The International, but that featured a version of this song as well. So the version, Ray Bragg's rendition of it, it kept the music that the guitar wrote, but it had new lyrics. So this is a very influential protest song, which has been widely translated into many languages. And the Downtown Boys recently did a version of it for the soundtrack of the film, Miss Marks. So that's a version that's worth checking out, which has been previously featured on the website. But the next song is There is Power in a Union, written by Joel Hill, influential singer-songwriter and labor organizer. And he was previously inducted into the Hall of Fame, and there's a write-up about him on the website. Billy Bragg also has a song called There's Power in a Union, but it's different words and different music. So the next song inductee is Alabama by John Coltrane recorded in 1963, as actually first performed in 1963. 
And this is a powerful song that erases mostly instrumental song, but definitely a very powerful piece of protest art that shows that lyrics aren't always necessary to make powerful points in connection with protest and injustices. So the next track is People Get Ready by The Impressions. So this was a song that was very important in the civil rights movement of the 60s. So this was recorded in 1965. So the impressions also featured Curtis Mayfield, who's been previously inducted into the Protest Music Hall of Fame. So the next song is by Phil Oakes, I Ain't Marching Anymore, an important anti-war song, which was recorded in 1965. And Phil Oakes was also previously inducted as an artist. And the song that this is the title track of, or the album, which is the title track of, was previously inducted as well. The next song is by Rita Franklin, Respect. So Rita Franklin turned this Buddhist Red in Pantoon into an anthem of female empowerment. And she recorded this powerful song in 1967. So the next protest song inducted is Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud by James Brown, which was recorded in 1968. Definitely a very important Black Pride protest anthem. And the next song inducted is Working Class Hero by John Lennon, which was recorded in 1970. And John Lennon, who wrote a number of well-known socially conscious tunes as previously inducted along with Oko Ono as well. So that song, Working Class Hero, definitely deserves induction. And go to the next song, Get Up, Stand Up by the Railers, who shortly after they recorded this song in 1973, became known as Bob Marley and the Railers. Bob Marley and the Railers were previously inducted as well. So this concludes episode 31 of the ongoing history protest music. So if you want to know more about the Protest Music Hall of Fame, that's going to be posted on the website or is posted on the website with a list of previous inductees. If you want to leave feedback or any comments about the website or podcast, you can do so at the contact page of the website, ongoinghistoryprotestsongs.com. Or you can also leave feedback. You can DM me at Twitter at Tunes of Protest. If you want to support the podcast or website, other projects connected with ongoing history of protest music, you can do so at patreon.com at slash so patreon.com slash ongoing history of protest music. So this is going to be the last episode of 2020. We'll be taking a few weeks off. Sometime in 2021 we'll be starting season two. I'll still be doing some Spotify exclusive episodes of the podcast. 
but some of these will be older episodes which will have music added to them now those will be new episodes which is going to feature licensed music that i wouldn't be able to feature otherwise so i'd like to thank you for listening and please stay safe <laughs>